Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our visions of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on because school is now in session. Before we get into it today, make sure that you are subscribed to the show, Growth Mindset University, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Everything we do here is to help you, to help you learn so that you can do all that you were created to do, so that you can maximize your potential and who you are. As cliche as that sounds, we have interviews with New York Times bestselling authors and really just the most successful people in the world every single week, two times a week, we have those interviews. So we don't want you to miss it. Make sure you go do that. And now without further ado, please enjoy the show. Ladies and germs, welcome to the second edition of Follow Up Friday on Growth Mindset University, the podcast. This was quite the week. I got to talk to the episode that came out Monday was with my friend Bogdan, my good friend Bogdan. It's always great to talk to him. And then on Wednesday with the Mark Manson episode, coming out. I've been waiting quite some time to release this. I was very excited about it. And Mark and I just got along so well. He's such a funny guy, like someone you could just kick back, relax, and just kick it with, you know, share a beer at the bar and and just have a good old time, good conversation. And it's kind of like what we, what we did. It felt like a lot of people love that. Some great feedback People saying it was actually my best interview on the podcast yet. And I'm hoping to top that next week when I go to New York City to talk with James Altucher. Well, hope is not a strategy, actually. I'm putting in the preparation. Of course, reading his books, listening to all the podcasts he's been in, and the videos, uh, and reading his, his work, his blog. He writes a lot. So hope is not a strategy. You got to put in the work, and I'm going to top that this performance next week. But Mark blew me away, even just listening back to it, because I hadn't heard it in a couple of weeks. So listening back to it blew me away. And Mark changed the way that I view relationships in under 60 seconds. I'm actually going to queue up the clip right now. I wanted to go meet girls. I like dating still happened face to face. And you had to actually like go to a party somewhere and walk up to somebody and like talk to them and even Tinder these days. The technology is creating a paradox of choice. There's so many opportunities to connect with so many different kinds of people that nobody wants to commit and sacrifice those other options, whether it's making friends or dating somebody. And it's that sacrifice that actually generates a sense of meaning. You can't experience a feeling of meaning and value in your life unless you've sacrificed something. And so when we have 
all of our technological innovation is geared towards making it so nobody has to sacrifice anything. What you end up with is a bunch of entertained people with existential crises. People who like have 800 things that they can watch on Netflix, but none of them feel like they're worth the time. So to be quite transparent, as we always encourage here at Growth Mindset University, I realized, huh, this is why I'm single. (laughs) There's really this paradox of choice going on in today's in today's world with especially people my age on these dating apps where we don't want to sacrifice the other options and commit when really that sacrifice is what creates the meaning, the sense of meaning and value. It's just, I have been thinking a lot about that clip over the last few days and just the whole interview. So, I mean, if you've not gotten his book, Everything is, you know what, F-U-C, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't feel like marking this episode explicit. Uh, If you haven't gotten Mark's new book that came out a couple of days ago, it's shooting up the bestseller list on Amazon. It's actually ahead of The Subtle Art, his other book, his widely popular book, I believe right now at the current moment. And I think it's a very healthy book for today's generation. I mean, I've had it for two months and I I really believe in it. It's just such a healthy message for all of us to hear. And so go get that book on Amazon. Everything is You Know What by Mark Manson. So as I promised last week, every now and then we're going to share some listener questions on the show, some messages that I've gotten on various social platforms. And this one is from Oliver. He says, how have you built up such an impressive network? I aspire to reach your levels of content creation and distribution. So I get the network question a lot, and it's really a loaded question. It's a lot of little practices, a lot of tools in my tool belt. I've talked about it maybe a couple times before. It was a little while ago, but it's on LinkedIn connecting with, you know, going in the search and and looking up TEDx speaker and connecting all with all the TEDx speakers, looking up podcast host and connecting with all the podcast hosts. It's looking up Forbes contributor and connecting with all the Forbes contributors and then sending out some messages, even something as simple. My bread and butter lately, like let's just say specifically with podcasters, it's like, hey, John, I am grateful to be connected with such a well-rounded fellow podcaster like yourself. And that usually elicits a great response. Everyone thinks they're well-rounded. It's, and it's just, it, it, it's, it, cre- it, it elicits that great response and I get a response most of the time. But that's, you know, very simple things like that. Um, and a lot of times then they'll ask me to be on their show and I can't say yes to everyone, but it's a, it's a, it's a great way. Like I grow my network that way. And then, you know, I, what I used to do is I used to take phone calls that I didn't think would amount to anything. I'll tell you why I don't do that anymore in a second, but I would, I I took all, I took all these phone calls from people that would ask me, people all the time asked me to get on the phone and I was, I was just doing it. And most of them, were a complete waste of time and I would be kicking myself afterwards. However, there have been two or three of them 
that have absolutely changed my life. And actually, one of those phone calls was with Chase Hughes, a good friend of the podcast, a good friend of mine. We still keep in touch. I love his book, one of my favorite books of all time. Wrote the Ellipsis Manual, Analysis and Engineering of Human Behavior. He was on episode 64 of the podcast, jordanparis.com slash EP64. And yeah, he asked me to get on the phone and I didn't know that he knew all these people and all of a sudden he's he's uh, he's like trying to hook me up with like Rachel Starr to get Rachel on the show. Jordan Harbinger, who's coming on in about two months or three months or whatever, August, whatever August is. But that phone call absolutely changed my life. He introduced me to Rachel Starr. Rachel Starr is now a very good friend of mine, a very good friend of the podcast. She's the biggest porn star in the world. If, you, if you've if you listened to this podcast, you've very, very likely heard that episode. It's the most listened to episode, episode 71 with Rachel Starr. Valentine's Day with Rachel Starr is what it's called. And that led to a tipping point where... Because I had David Meltzer on the show in the same time period. And all of a sudden, I had these people on some very credible, high authority people on the show in a short period of time where it was like, a lot of people want to be on a show that those two have been on and, you know, a couple of other people as well. And from there, I just kept reaching out to bigger and bigger people. I have... I don't want to say the word template, but I have an email template that works so many, like three times out of 10, four times out of 10, maybe even five. And that is gigantic for a cold email for someone to say, yes, I want to do this, Jordan, let's do it. That's I, it's a huge success rate. So if you look up Tim Ferriss, Alex Benayan email template, that is where my emails are my philosophy there is derived from and you can you can sort of you you know you personalize it in your way personalize it to the person mine is highly personalized as personalized as can possibly be by the way but that right there will give you such a great foundation to be able to reach out to these people with confidence and I encourage everyone. I mean, we live in an age where it is super easy. We talked about this with Matt Nelson last week on the podcast. He runs We Rate Dogs and Thoughts of Dog with tens of millions of followers on Twitter and Instagram. 21 years old, just like me, or 22. And we we, we were talking about this, if you remember. He said that we have unprecedented access to all of these people, Twitter gives us access to all of these people. Email gives us access to all these people. The internet, anyone can reach out to anyone. Getting a response is a different story, but you can certainly absolutely maximize the possibility that you get a response by making sure all of your ducks are in a row. Like the the the, the tried and true battle-tested high authority email template, the, you know, comment on their photos, comment on their tweets, or, or reply to their tweets, uh, comment on all their LinkedIn stuff. If there's like the, the, the people that you want to reach out to and befriend and even have as your mentor, do that. Make them become familiar with you at the perfect time going with a message. Don't ask them for anything. Don't say, how can I help you? 
like, well, I really want to support your mission. People do this all the time to me. Like, I really want to support you. Like, how can I help? I actually got like the most recently, I, I got one 20 minutes ago. And when you ask that question, you give that person a homework assignment. Like, oh, now I have to find something for this person to do. I got to brainstorm. Like, it's not, that's not the way to do it. Go in with something specific that you see that they can improve, something that maybe they don't already do, that you you have the solution to their problem, <clears throat> a very specific solution, and you can implement it and make it happen. So a lot of jumbled tools there, but that's really the overarching answer to that question. If you do these things, what's going to happen is that you're going to build a world-class network in record time. I didn't have any of these connections a year ago. Heck, I didn't even have them five or six months ago. Like at the end of 2018, December of 2018, I didn't have these connections. Now I do. It's because of all of these little practices. Other than that, life is good. And I actually just started training at this F45 functional 45 training studio and it's a it's very cool very high intensity workouts for 45 minutes so and i and i just came back from that feeling very good an early morning workout health as well love it eating right sleeping right exercising moving the body that's the name of the game so that you can produce outstanding results super important now on monday we have an interview with someone who actually died twice and he recounts his experience of death, quite literally. Uh, it was a, an earth-shattering perspective for me, something that I've never heard before. That's coming out Monday. Wednesday is with a well-rounded in individual named Ron Carucci. Ron is a contributor to Harvard Business Review, Forbes Magazine, longtime contributor, many years and he studies leaderships. He's almost like an organizational psychologist in a way, not officially, but he studies many different things surrounding leaders. For example, like why 50% of leaders fail within the first year of appointment. So they get promoted to a position of leadership and they're, a year later, they are out of the position, not there in the company anymore. So he studies why that happens. This is all about becoming an effective leader for this episode is for rising leaders what they need to do and what they might be missing what you might be missing ron has the answers that was one of my favorite interviews in a long time you're going to really enjoy that one and that's about it that's going to do it for the second edition of follow up friday on growth mindset university the podcast until next time my friends be well. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this one today, there are a couple of ways that you can give back. The first is, of course, to leave an honest rating and review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also take a screenshot of this and share it out on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore and tag our guest as well. And we will absolutely give you some love. And then, of course, if you want to start your own podcast, 
a podcast like this or any other podcast that you envision, you can go to jordanparis.com slash pu to get free access to Podcast University. All right. I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give.